Welcome to Two Filthy Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Nicole Amy Schreiber. And I am also your host. Sorry, I was staring at Zoom pretending that I was doing something. Jessica Michelle Singleton. It's great to be here for high tea. We're doing high tea. We've got a special guest. He's a very special man. I met him years ago through a friend. He's in the comedy scene. He's in the improv scene. And then I watched him do improv and he blew my fucking mind. He's legitimately one of the best improvers I've ever seen. Um, and oh. he's one of my favorite people to write Jewish jokes with. Um, <laughs> he's not Jewish, so he can't say them because they're highly anti-Semitic. Um, no, they're not. <laughs> when I say them, they're perfect. Um, well, we're three minutes in and you're already canceled. We haven't introduced uh -huh. you. Yeah, thank you. You're going to get canceled for sure. Um, Alan Starzynski, everyone. Hello. Hi, hi love. Thank How's you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, no, of course. We're so excited to have you. Ever since we switched over to being full-time Harry Potter, Nicole has been talking about having you because yeah. she's like, right away, this is who we have to have on, Alan Starzynski. Yeah. Ooh. That now, makes me feel good. Alan, I, <laughs> yes. I, I mistakenly thought you were a Slytherin, but you're not. <gasps> Absolutely you. not. Wait, before we dive into this, what? Why? Just out of curiosity, Nicole, what made you think that Alan was a Slytherin? He is an evil man. <laughs> it's his hateful Jewish jokes that he wrote. No, I, they're not hateful. I'll give you, okay. Uh, let me give you an example of one that is, uh, it's, uh, what's the worst thing to say in a kosher deli? What's the hot? What's the Holocaust? Wait, is this man ghostwriting your jokes, Nicole? Please explain the, how that joke came to be. <laughs> I, I don't remember. It came, it came to be, I think I- That was a collaboration. That joke was a collaboration. And yes, he wrote it. <laughs> oh my yes. God. There was two of us on that. So many yeah. Jewish, so many Jewish writers. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I go on a tear. It's a great joke. I think, personally, it's one of my favorite things to say in a kosher deli, if I can be honest, uh, or anywhere with Hala, but that's because I'm Jewish. Uh, <laughs> in any case, he's a Slytherin. I, th I thought he was a Slytherin. He's a Gryffindor. I'm a Gryffindor. You're, yeah, he has to be for bravely telling you that joke, knowing <laughs> that you were going to use it against him in a podcast. Yeah, I had no idea that this was going to be an attack. <laughs> What a very Slytherin thing to do to me. He, he called me and he was like, oh, he's like, he's like, do you realize the Holocaust is the Holocaust? And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, he's like, he's like, I can never say this. You say it. And I'm like, okay, well then we had to figure out a way to say it. Which That's is so funny. the entire string of, um, what's it called jokes I have? All my Holocaust jokes. I love that this is the life of comedians is that, you know, scientists and doctors and researchers somewhere like, I have to call someone and tell them about this immediately. I think I figured out the cure for cancer. And hey, this, like, you're going to love this joke about Jews. I had to call you immediately. There's a pun. There's a pun. I just, I can't crack it. It's, it's here somewhere. Help me. That is one of my favorite parts about being a comedian. Alan and I text almost every day with jokes. Um, and it's one of my favorite things. So I love doing jokes with you, Alan. You're one of my faves. Ditto, kid, though. I love um, that. Anywho, um, I love that you're a Harry Potter nerd, even with that cute baby face. 
<laughs> I mean, by the way, just so everybody knows, Alan is currently in 8 million different commercials. I mean, uh, I'm actually in none right now. None? They stopped running? Um, I think I have one actually that's running right now, but my other ones are kaput. Well, Were they too cheerful? Hmm? Were they too cheerful? I feel like no, nothing them, that's happy is running. One of them was a McDonald's Uber Eats commercial, and I have no idea why it's not running again. Um, oh, that that needs to be running. That needs to get re-upped ASAP. Hey, you're telling me. Well, if I it didn't... I to McDonald's. I'll get this straightened out. Thank you. <laughs> I just feel like if it didn't have the line, like, in times like these, then they're just like, pull it. I feel like every commercial is getting pulled and they're adding just that line. <laughs> they're like, we have to stick together. And they're like, this is a McMuffin. Can we relax? Yeah. Like, speaking of stick together, the all new McGriddle covered in, I don't know. I love how there's commercials where it's like rugby teams, like all like holding arms together. And they're like, we're a team. I'm like, you shot that before. And now you're just flopping it together. Yeah. Like what a stretch, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't know. Do we have like some sort of team? Do we get his team effort? Oh, that's probably athletes. That's probably all like Getty images or yeah, just stock footage. Stock, stock footage. footage, yeah. This is stock footage. Stars' time to shine. People are like, "Wow, I got paid a hundred bucks to shoot that eight years ago." Oof. And it's I think everywhere. about that. I think about that stuff all the time and how fucked people get. Yeah, Christine Madrano. She's a great comedian. She keeps showing up. She did this like stock photo footage oh, uh, yeah. like shoot with two older people. She's very young looking and it was a few years ago. And, um, and she's sort of like ethnically ambiguous and she keeps turning up in like anti-abortion ads. And like, it's just all these very right-wing things. And it's just like, see, these brown people do it too. <laughs> it, that... Republicans constantly have to use stock footage for... To have minorities in the yeah, ads. They're just like cutting to someone who's clearly not in the shot. It's just like a cardboard cutout of someone among everyone else. Just bad, like, green screen. Wait, does stock footage, do you know how it works? Like, if I was doing a commercial and I used some stock footage, would it then no longer be able to be used by anyone else? I don't no, think it can so. Be used, no, if stock footage can be used by anybody, I believe. Yeah, it's just like there for eternity for anyone yeah. to use. It's like clip art. Yeah. No. It's emojis of real life people. Basically. Yeah, it's emojis of people you gotta pay for. Yeah. It's so upsetting. It's crazy. Anyway. anyway, let's talk about Harry Potter. This is getting too sad. Let's do it. I don't want to talk about how they the pull out. of commercial actors. Yeah, but everyone's like, nobody gives a. I'm kidding. We can't. The most insider baseball shit ever. ever. No. Um, so I, I don't even care about it. <laughs> You're like, who gives a fuck? And I do it. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get Harry Pottery, obviously. So, you know, you're a Gryffindor, you're obviously in Harry Potter enough to have figured out your house. Gryffindor, Slytherin Rising. Oh, Slytherin Rising. All right, now I get it. Holocaust. I want to know how you came to, uh, were you like Harry Potter right from the jump? Mm -mm. No, 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 no. I was one of those kids, like forever, I'd be like, everybody likes that, it's fucking stupid. Um, and then, <laughs> like people, people who have that mentality, I'm talking about me, how dumb are you that like, 
everybody likes this thing for a reason. <laughs> it's not like people, people are talking about pizza because somebody's paying them to do it. Everybody likes pizza for a reason. And Harry Potter is like pizza for, but reading, you know, it's the, <laughs> it's the pizza of books. Uh, and so all of my friends throughout most of my life loved Harry Potter and I'd be like, that's dumb. Or how I would say it in middle school, be like, that's gay. No, that's not my vernacular anymore. That's what it was then. Um, I just was so anti it, anti it. And then all my friends were going to the movies and they said, we're going to go see the fourth Harry Potter. I was like, Ugh, fine. Fucking hey, I'll go just to go with my friends. And then when we saw it, I was like, this is what I hated. <laughs> what is wrong with me? This is the best shit ever. Oh my God. It's so fun. And it's, uh, and, and it's so then you magic. went back and read all the books? I read all the books in a fucking week. Like immediately, you're like, I have to read them all. Yeah. I just went to the library and I blew through them. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. Then, okay. So you saw movie four, then yeah. you went and read all the books, and then you w finished watching all the movies? Um, well, one through three. I, I, oddly enough, had seen Chamber of Secrets. Not Chamber of Secrets. Uh, uh, Sorcerer's Stone in the theater with my mom and my sister. And even then I was like, and this is when I was younger when it was like too cool. Yeah. I was like, Oh, this is, this is stupid. Uh, I do like this, but it, I can't like it. And then in high school, I'm just like, I, why was I so anti this? I'm a dumb, dumb. Uh, so I was funny. like that too. I was really resistant to things that everybody liked and then I did it and I was like, oh, well, I guess there's a fucking reason. I just didn't want to be mainstream. You know what it was? I think it was the people who were really gung-ho about it because everybody liked Harry Potter, but the people who really liked Harry Potter in elementary school and middle school were fucking intolerable. Uh, it's why I hated Wicked because every like weirdo in my high school like theater loved wicked and they wouldn't shut the fuck up about it and i didn't <laughs> and i didn't like it until i i eventually saw it on broadway and i was like oh yeah i get why people really love this it's really fun it's really good that's so funny yeah i was one of those middle school insufferable monsters but then like enough people made fun of me about liking Harry Potter, then it became like a weird closeted thing where I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm kind of over it. And then I would just go home and be like, pretending I was Harry Potter. Look, I was a very strange kid. Oh, I mean, I read comic books and I played this game called Hero Clicks. It was, you had these little figurines that were uh, shaped like superheroes, like Wolverine, Superman, Batman, and you'd like make teams because they had little points. Oh my God. And they had dials that had their stats on it. It was like nerdy fantasy football, but with superheroes. And I played that openly. I was like, I love this. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's how cool I am. Uh, the audacity. But, yeah, so but that's then, what hey, you're doing when everyone else is deep in Harry Potter. Yeah, I was reading comic books. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my judgy, God. Judgy, judgy. Right? It's like, yeah. throw, throw stones much. Throw philosopher's stones much? <laughs> oh shit! 
Also, I love that uh, they just thought Americans were too dumb. <laughs> that they had to change the name to Sorcerer's Stone. Well, they did. It's not that they thought it was dumb. It's just like philosopher didn't test well in American audiences. But do you think it's because we were too dumb? I think it's because it doesn't sound as, it's not as, it doesn't catch you as much as as Sorcerer's. Yeah. Yeah. Sorcerer sounds more whimsical than a philosopher. Yeah. But I also. It sounds like a thousand year old dead guy. A sorcerer sounds like. A thousand year old alive guy. Who's like maybe you know part living, part dead? It's like whimsical. I also like how I was like, uh, <laughs> your book doesn't have enough pictures in it. Peace out. I'm all about comic books. You're like, grow up, get some grow up. photos, get some artwork in there. Have you seen the illustrated ones that they've come out with? I have not. There are three illustrated ones. Just really quick, I'll show you just one photo. This is the Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if I'm showing up on camera. Yeah, but um, there's some pretty sick. Just for if anyone's listening and thinks that that is someone a reason someone could make fun of you for liking Harry Potter, I'm just giving you material to throw in their face. But like this is Nocturne Alley, and oh. there's just like just crazy shit like that. But still. I mean, how would you do that for, like, Order of the Phoenix? It'd be, like, 3,000 pages long. I'm interested to see, because apparently this guy, Jim Kay, who does all the illustrations, is going to do all of them, but they're only, they only have four out, and they're like, it's going to take, like, several more years. It's like, I mean, it's waiting all over again. I mean, I don't know why they didn't, haven't just made them into comic books. Or maybe they have, and I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. There's, there's so much fan fiction. Nicole doesn't go on our social media because there's too many spoilers. Cause I have been following accounts and liking shit and trying to like just engage in the Harry Potter world and the amount of like fan fiction dedicated to and Draco and Hermione, like a timeline where they fall in love and, oh, yeah. and Drary where it's Draco and Harry are lovers. There's, I've, I've found Instagrams that it's like, full illustrated Instagrams of like their life together as adults. I'm like, people are so invested. Yeah. They're cuckoo baby. Um, what Harry Potter, like if, if you could, like who do you identify oh, way, with I the most? Guys to know, this is like, right. I feel like I'm, I'm at the zoo and I'm like watching two animals like relate and like get along. That's <laughs> Oh, like, oh yes observe so the captive like, look nerd look at the way lions communicate with one another i'm like just letting to fucking harry because i'm like i like harry potter but you guys you guys are you know smashed on the kool-aid and i'm like oh my god they're just i mean you them. love harry what potter you just don't know all the you just don't know all of that i but know you guys are like advanced you guys are like advanced lions and i'm just like a baby lion we're like the head <laughs> boys and girls. Yes, we're the head boys. We're the prefix. We're the prefix I'm of first I'm just a yeah. little first year. Uh, also, I'm not a lion. I'm an eagle, which is the mascot of the Ravenclaw house. Yeah. Which will never make sense to anyone. I mean, I am a lion. Um, I mean, yeah, it should be a raven. Yeah, it does. It'll, I never understood it. It's like, it's, it's right there. Yeah. It's, um, I... Uh, Oh, who do I identify with the most? Yeah, like if there's a character that you're like, oh, that's totally me, or is there one, or maybe you're a combo of a couple. I think I'm, I am two. And that is Fred and George. Ah. Uh, or Sirius. Oh, she's no Sirius yet. 
Uh, we're only book two, so we can't go too deep into serious. Well, if yeah. you guys deep into it, just let me know, and I'll I'll mute for a little bit. No, we don't need to. Okay. Fine. You have seen Sirius's motorcycle, though. So. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. In the first That's book, like Hagrid. The motorcycle Hagrid was riding was Sirius's motorcycle. Mm-hmm. What a fun nugget. It is a fun nugget. Ah, Fred and George Weasley. I think a lot of comedians can relate to them, especially growing up being, a lot of us were probably... Uh, Twins? Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on out, Sandra! <laughs> Just uh, troublemakers. I mean, for sure. Yeah, that would have been who I wanted to hang out with. Yeah. Oh, I... They... Ugh, it would be a dream. Who's yeah. your favorite character? Who? Really, what what character are you just like uh, like currently I can't even read scenes with Lockhart in it like I can't stand him like just reading them I'm like you're so fucking annoying I hate you I like I'm looking forward to him dying um there's one character Dolores Umbridge uh, who is the fucking I cannot believe that there's a character that they make it's just so telling of JK as a writer that she's able to make a character you fucking hate more no. than, than the incarnate of evil. <clears throat> like, yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. that means nothing to me. So. No, I mean, no, that was just a really dumb reference that you'll figure out later. It means nothing. But no, she is. That's so funny because I don't think I know anyone... Not that I know a ton of people who are talking about these characters that they you know, love that are, you know, considered bad. But even in, since I've started doing the social media more and like scrolling and seeing other people's stuff, like you see people who like fan out about Malfoy and even like Snape people. But I don't think I've seen anyone or met anyone who is like, you know who I love? Dolores Umbridge. You know, go ahead. Imagine if Fox News was a person in the world wizarding world that's dolores umbridge okay okay yeah. the culture of wizards that's what andre jenkins uh our, <laughs> our patron in the chat just said yeah no it's just like and i don't know it strikes a chord with me like she reminds me of just someone i know that i can't stand just some like bitchy she is person of authority or a boss the most realistic evil that is portrayed in, like yeah because she's yeah. Because she's hateable in, like, a very human way. Yes. When does she come on the scene? The fifth book. Yeah. So You've got a while. You'll have to sit tight and just keep hating Lockhart. Do you, are you not allowed to read ahead? No. Wow. It's torture because we're that, going... I can't even imagine. No, yeah. me neither. Because I, I mean, both of the first books, like, this, I mean, I stayed home from school. I faked sick to just read the, for the second book in one day. I remember doing that. It was like right when it came out. And so we're going three chapters at a time now, but we're going to have to pick it up for just because the books are so thick, but also for everyone's sanity. Cause it's hard to just be like, well, time to close. I yeah, guess I'll just wait. And see. After, because of the way the first book ended where something was revealed at the beginning of the very next chapter, I am, I actually have to really, if the chapter ends on, um, 
an even page and then the next chapter starts right away, I have to cover it so I don't look at it, so I don't spoil it for myself, just in case something would give it away. <sighs> like that's, that's I'm trying so hard and people ruin it all the time. The things people say just kill me. I'm like, oh, constantly. I don't want to know. There are like, I knew about most of the big deaths before I read all of them. Deaths? What deaths? But, uh. I know that deaths are going to happen. I know that deaths are going to happen. But I really have no clue. Good. None. We can keep, let's keep it that way. We'll keep it that way. And that way it's just like better. And I mean, inevitably things are going to get spoiled because the internet is a hellhole but the more we can avoid i think the more exciting it'll be yeah um oh nicole who right now of all the characters you know in the books would be the most devastating to see die not including let's say take out the three main people i would be devastated if dumbledore died okay i just i love him he's like a He's like the father I had, you know? Um, Can I... Hold on. I want to ask... Hold on. I'm going to write Jess about something. Uh, In the meantime, as he's writing me, I would like to tell you guys about this screenshot of a Reddit post I saw making fun of how dumb we are. I told Nicole about this already. Did we do this on the podcast? With the Sorcerer's Stone? All the different name ideas? Yeah, no. Okay, so I found this... Did you okay, read wait. it? Um, I am reading it, and I don't know if that would... I don't think it's... Spo- it doesn't spoil it doesn't anything. spoil anything. Let's talk about that. Okay, so here's the thing to know about Dumbledore. I don't know if you know this, but... Shut up! J.K. Rowling... Uh, years after the phrase... Years after the phrase... Announced that Dumbledore is gay. I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna okay. Get- you know what's crazy to me about that, and it wasn't crazy till we started rereading. I can't remember who it was in the first chapter. Um, Dumbledore blushes about something, and McGonagall goes, "Oh, I have," or maybe he says it. I haven't blushed this much since so and so gave me those. But it's like a woman, and however they frame, like I started the first book when we restarted this with the knowledge that Dumbledore is gay, and then reading that, I was like wait, why is he blushing that a woman gave him a gift? <laughs> it was, like, such a maybe weird... Maybe he felt awkward, like, like, oh, she doesn't know that I'm gay, because he's, like... I guess maybe that would be the logic. Yeah. But, um, I can't remember who they say... Don't they say he's, he's, his partner is somebody? He was partnered with... Is it Flamel? No, no, no. He's not oh. partnered with anybody, but, I mean, as his time as, like, when he was a schoolboy... Oh, do you? you I don't know? remember. I remember being told it. Oh. I'm gonna look at. Are you? Let's see. I love that you guys are just messaging each other. I just messaged you. You. Messaged- oh, that will mean literally nothing. So there's no point in saying it. But when when it comes up, we will reveal that. Um, okay. Because we're gonna do all of the books that are out, including the extras. Um, I mean, oh, you mean uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and also uh, the History of Quidditch. Um, yeah, and there's also... I read those as well. Thank did you. you. Did you read the Bard one? Wait, what is it? Uh, yeah, the Ballad of 
Of Beetle Bard? Okay, Tales yeah. of Beetle so the funny. Bard. I want to call you a fucking nerd, but I know I'll be doing the same thing eventually, so mm-hmm. I guess we're all just fucking nerds. Oh, well, I went out, I went to find, she did these special limited edition releases for um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and a history of Quidditch, which are were Harry's school books, and I bought them online when I was like in high school. That's amazing. Yeah, I and didn't I realize she did that until diving back into this, and I was like, "Oh, those are like real, real books that you can just." Well, they were they're like smaller, but they also have fun little writings from Harry in them and stuff. Oh, that's fun! Like like notes and stuff yeah. on the side. Oh, that's great. So we can see how stupid Harry is. Um, wait. Were there any characters you started off hating and then ended up liking? Was there anyone that grew up? Because I, I keep having these things with Snape where I keep seeing like a sliver of like maybe what's a good guy and then he just ends up being an asshole. There's stuff that I'm not going to say. No. I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you that. Because uh, there are plenty of those. Yeah. And then there are plenty of reverses, you know? Yeah, everything goes both ways. Um, mm-hmm. I have such a love-hate with Hermione. Because she's, st- she's fucking a rule She's just such person. a buzzkill. And then she, like, does dope shit. And I'm like, pick a lane, bitch. Here's something that I want to say. This is, a, this is a personal belief of Hermione. I don't think Hermione is actually that, like, intelligent like no more intelligent or adept than anybody else i just think that she approaches being a wizard with the appropriate amount of enthusiasm as somebody who never thought magic existed before i think that's a great way to look at it to like Like, suddenly be introduced to this world and also realizing that there are people that have been in this world the whole time and it's like i need to bring it i need to like step up to the table well, just even be like, wait, 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 you're, t- you're telling me that magic is real, and I'm like one of the few people who can do it? Uh, yeah, sign me up. I'll do homework. Yeah, you don't think that if this was just like, hey, Hermione, you're not magic, you're going to this preparatory school, she still wouldn't be like, I know the answer, I know everything. <laughs> Maybe she would have been like that too, but I think she's like, I think he's right. Her ability to go overboard and overcompensate. It's just like, uh, you find, (laughs) if like you find out that this thing, you're like magic doesn't exist for in the, the purposes of the Harry Potter world, nothing of the equivalent, essentially being told that you have fucking superpowers. Yeah. Every kid's dream. And you just didn't know. And, and people don't know that people have these superpowers. And it's like this also secret. It's the cool. Yeah, of course, as a kid, you're going to be like, this is amazing. So your homework telling you how to do that better isn't, really homework it's like it's, making you a better superhero yeah yeah that's true it's i guess if like you found that's out you really were an x-men that's really fucking deep i it truly but it also you look at <laughs> you look like ron ron's like oh yeah that that thing you know my family's been able to do it forever it's, it's like i think ron weasley and the weasley family you can tell like how <laughs> Like, how stupid do you have to be to be able to do magic 
and still be poor. Like your whole family <laughs> can do magic and you're still poor? What are you doing? Yeah, you know? it's, well, it's just crazy. The things that like don't translate in the magic community. We talk about it all the time, but it's like, yeah, can't you just like make money? Like It's, it's not even that. Like you have to even just kind of think about something like, oh, I could run the best laundromat in all of London. Yeah, <laughs> they would be doing it magically. Just just doing mag laundry magically and charging like, hey, we're going to yeah. get this done for you in 11 minutes as opposed yeah, 11, to- 11 hour fluff and fold, 11 minute fluff and fold, $100 done. Yeah. yeah. Do those people, but do those people get shut down by the Ministry of Magic? Mm. Is there some sort of weird capitalist- why? For the, the Mr. Weasley, for the fact that he's the dude in charge over at the Ministry of Magic. He's not in charge. He's not. He's not in charge. He's in charge of the Muggle Artifacts Department. There's so, so many the departments. The fact that he's already cutting corners and, like, enchanting Muggle Artifacts. Like, you'd think he would do something, like, that would, I don't know, get his family some money in some case then. But also, like, how, how confused can you be about something that's literally fucking all around like even the amish have cell phones like it, it's they they know what cars are and like they're their Wait, own amish separate... people have cell phones yeah pretty much every amish person has a cell like it's, i don't believe that i have friends I don't, that... I don't believe that because i was at a bus station in detroit about a year ago things were going well and um I... yeah yeah i'm at a bus station in Detroit usually signifies things are going well. Yeah, I, don't, I just didn't brag too much. Um, it was a Greyhound station in Detroit. Um, but there were two Amish people and they went to use the payphone. <clears throat> and I was just blown away that there was a payphone. Wait a second. What were Amish people doing at a bus station? Are you sure they were Amish and not <laughs> Mennonites? Mm, I don't know the difference. Are you sure uh, they were just hipsters who were dressed poorly? Mm, that is possible too. It is Detroit. Like, I don't own a phone. Those are taking over in Detroit, too. They're everywhere. Uh, they are the plague. A lot of, a lot of the, um, like, a friend of mine who grew up in Lancaster in Amish countries just said, uh, yeah, pretty much most Amish people have, like, cell phones. It's, like, secret, but they all. But do they have smartphones or just, like, flip phones? I think, like, both. Oh, so it's just, like, they pretend that they don't? It's, like religions where they're like we don't drink and then they just shut their door and they're like oh like <laughs> Dave, Dave Attell does that he has a flip phone he's always using his flip phone but then he has a smartphone for when he records his set I'm like why don't you just fucking transfer over and use the smartphone he's like no I like my flip phone I'm like you are being difficult like you're doing this on purpose <laughs> yeah or just get a recorder I don't know no he's the most peculiar man but I love him to be but Anyways, how do you know the difference between Amish and Mennonite? Now I'm curious. Well, the Mennonites can use technology. They just dress like, like they, they'll use electricity for lights and we'll have cars and shit. And the Amish are like, no English, we don't use cars. We only have horse and buggy. So they would, there's no chance an Amish person would ever be in a Greyhound station. Um, I mean, there's a limited chance, but you know, I mean, the movie Kingpin, you know? 
<laughs> I love that I'm asking you this. Like you're the ex. Yeah. Like this um, is an interview with the with Amish people. You know what? Yeah. It's not about Harry Potter anymore. It's about being able to discern an Amish person from a Mennonite. But I'm just really confused how. Or just like amazed how stupid some of the wizard people are. They go, wow, this, this yo-yo, what is this thing? It's like, are you fucking kidding me? You haven't seen this shit before? You're not at, at least interested? That's dumb. Yeah, it, really dumb. If, even if whatever insular communities that exist within a city, like you're talking about Chinatown, uh, Hasidic Jewish people or like little Italy or Irish neighborhoods, they venture outside, they see and they know what is surrounded by them. The world around them. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's magic and then none of us notice it. Exactly. I mean, we don't get to see it because it's magic, but. It also is weird in the Harry Potter, like now reading it, suspending the, uh, the whole concept of cell phones. Is like there's so many times it's like yes fucking call him. Why are you killing Errol? Oh yeah. This at a time when cell phones were more pervasive, she would have had cell phones in the book. Well, I don't know. It took place in the '90s, and yeah. also she does bring up the concept of they refer to technology as Muggle magic and how mm. it does not work around regular magic. Oh. But, but you know that there's, at least in the Harry Potter of now, what would exist in our time, there's somebody who's figured out, there's somebody in the wizarding world that's like, yeah, let's incorporate, let's figure out how to incorporate this technology, like iPhones and the internet, in with our thing. Yeah. If there no, they should yeah. give you the owl's phones. Give the owl's. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Like, I called you while my owl was out. I'm an owl in London via text message, and then they just deliver text messages like that. It would be great. I think the owl should have phones. Thank you. And honestly, I've been saying this since day one. I tweeted at JK every single day. <laughs> uh, I, also, I also think that how insane it is that, <laughs> that Harry, Harry, like treated like shit his entire fucking life yeah. has been, was like dirt poor lived under fucking like stairs, stairs. Yeah. He lived in stairs in a cupboard didn't know that magic exists one day find out magic exists also hey dude you're one of the richest people in this entire community you're so loaded <laughs> and you're wizarding royalty yeah not only the richest but like one of the most revered people in wizard world and Oh, you know your, you know your best friend whose family is incredibly poor. Yeah, you could fucking help him out at every given point in time, and you do not. Yeah, we talked about that. This book, this drives me crazy. Like, there are a whole family sitting there sweating, like school starting and getting everybody's school supplies. I'm like, Harry, you have enough coin to cover everybody. Like, drop some change, do something. You're staying at their house for free. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a rich freeloader you fucking prick or God. even like oh yeah we're going to the oh that doesn't happen till later well they go to i mean in the second book when they go to get their school books he and ron's family both go down to their gringotts vaults together and 
the mom is scraping coins out of the corner and then he's like, I hope they don't see my piles of gold. He could just like take a handful and like, give it here. to them. It was like, here, great. Or like... <laughs> oh, and then, and then I was saying with the Nimbus, the Nimbus, the whole Slytherin team shows up with the Nimbus 2001. Oh, because Malfoy's dad buys them? Because Malfoy's dad buys them. I'm just like, Harry, just fucking buy everybody new brooms. You've well, got the money. I, I've looked it up because I've read searched it and uh the Malfoys are equivalent to billionaires oh. and Harry isn't only merely a multi-millionaire <laughs> oh yeah so he's got to be careful you know yeah Money he's goes fast. look this up to get the the internet you, you just, just find it yeah they Does anyone have actually I want to look up right now I wonder how much a Nimbus 2001 costs who fucking knows how much this sh- Relatively? Another thing Jessica Michelle and I were talking about on the pod uh, we just recorded was um, how how um, Alfoy is actually proud that he his dad bought his way onto the team. Like he wasn't hiding it, like nothing. He was just like out in the open about it. Yeah, our comedian friends who buy their way into the industry at least have the like dignity okay. to hide it. Yeah, like hide change it. a name, do something. Yeah. Fuck. Um, work a day job. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. God. Feelas uh. in a one bedroom. Okay. You, I know your coffee barista job is not covering the fucking rent. All right. I know. It's like, can't there just be? Well, boy, this is gonna get misconstrued and get me canceled. Some sort of scarlet letter. <laughs> you know. The rich. They, you know what they did to the Jews, but. Put stars on people who are funded by their parents so we don't feel bad that we're struggling when they are doing okay. Yes. You just go, oh, oh, that's why you're not pulling your hair out. That's fine. I get it. Good for you. That's why a bad set doesn't break you as a human. Yeah, they're like, oh. a fucking golden parachute. Like, this isn't all you have? Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, just for the record, I found something on Quora saying that... Um, Wands, uh, or not wands, brooms are similar to automobiles as far as costs and travel. So it would be like oh, a couple years of is, wages. That is expensive then. But isn't that also insane that they're like, yeah, we got these other ones just for the school. We got these shitty little brooms just for the school that anybody can play around with. That should, yeah. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of rules in Quidditch. Like the fact that they don't have a rule on like everybody having the same broom. That's like a baseball player being on steroids. Well, I mean, in hockey, you don't have the same skates and same sticks. And that was like a thing yeah, in but, hockey when a new stick would come out, people would be like, I got the fucking, I don't even remember the name. It seemed so important at the time. And it's like, yeah, well, does it hit the puck? I don't know what the fuck. Well, like, if you're looking at tennis rackets, ten, people with tennis rackets, they have a wide different kind of um, thing oh. or golf clubs aerodynamics which is just means it's like not like a good analogy when i said it uh and it and it did until we picked it apart you fucking idiot get out of ravenclaw (laughs) go back to hufflepuff where you belong thank you (laughs) sorry hufflepuffs um (laughs) no i god that is so interesting because it's just this concept with within quidditch but also just regular sports that in theory there could be an advantage to being wealthier, but only if you're already as good as the, the poor person. You know what I mean? It's like you still have to have the skill, and then maybe you can get a little bit of edge. Well, if you look at sports, there are really only two 
major professional sports where your income doesn't really come into play in your development. And that's basketball and soccer. They're the two sports that it's a level anybody, field. Yeah, it has a complete level playing field where you can just step on a pitch or step on a court and play and learn and become fucking good. But like football has a lot of equipment. So does hockey. So uh, baseball does as well. Like you need cleats and all this special stuff. And there's like camps and all these other things you can get like extra edge on or like playing competitive. You have to like pay more. Oh my God. Hello. (laughs) Armpits. But look at, there are professional athletes where they're like, or basketball players or soccer players going, yeah, we just found him in a village in the middle of nowhere. And he was... (laughs) incredible uh or he was like he's just super tall you know that's why why the dominican baseball players are better or like some of the best players because in the dominican republic they didn't have they couldn't afford baseball bats or balls or whatever so they would just use sticks that they found and just whatever round object like either like a milk cap or like a stone and then they would hit that and that's why they have this like crazy hand-eye coordination wait is that real yeah oh and so then when they get like the really good equipment, yeah. it's like, oh, it's in the bag. Yeah. So when I went to, I used to go to a baseball camp and the, all the coaches were from the Dominican Republic and they used to have these like hitting stations. So they would give us a stick and a milk cap and we'd have to hit like a hundred of those. And then they'd have us hit popcorn seeds and we had to hit a hundred of those. And then Whoa. When we got to the batting cage. It was like, oh, I'm crushing a melon. <sighs> oh, that's insane. Yeah, but my so my hand eye to this day I still have this like ridiculous hand eye coordination from like doing that five summers in a row. Damn. Yeah, but that's, that's I mean that's why all the Dominican players are fucking beasts. So you'd be a beater on a Quidditch team. <laughs> you'd be George and Fred Weasley like beating the shit out of the fucking what are those quad bludgers? Yes. What about you? Do you think you'd play Quidditch, Alan? Um, I'd absolutely love to. Uh, I mean, would I do, you're talking to me if I found out that magic existed and I was put into this world. Would yeah, you I'd want to? Do, do you think you could make the team? Uh, would I want to? Yes. Do I have the confidence it would take? Uh, that I, of course you do. Yeah. I, I would be like, yeah, I could definitely do this. Would I? Maybe not. I, I mean, it, yeah, I, I think I'd like to think that I would, but also realistic that I'd be like, well, oh, oh, well, if I can't play the only sport that they have, um, I'll just learn magic. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, it's not, it's a win-win. I mean, I would just, it's also weird to me. Like there's no, like you don't learn about wizarding plays or TV or anything like that. I'm just, I'd be something in the wizarding world that would garner me as much attention as I could possibly get because that's what I do in real life. That's so funny. I wonder what that would be. Like if... There's rocks. I'd probably be in a band like... Oh, like a magical band? Like one of the wizard wizard bands and stuff. Wait, there are wizard bands? Oh, yeah. Wow, you probably don't even have to learn to play an instrument. You could just... Wait, 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 wait. Right, is, this a, is this a spoiler alert? Am I... Should I... Are the wizarding bands... Okay. All right. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't, it's not a spoiler. It's just like, oh, I really love blankety blank. What's uh, I can't remember any of them. Any of them. Yeah, no, me neither. Fans of Harry Potter. What, um, 
What classes do you feel like you would excel in? I mean... Or would you like the most? I like to think it would be Defense Against the Dark Arts because it's the most combative and that seems like the most... (laughs) There's like the most adventure. Yeah, that makes sense. Because also you have to think about in, in in the Harry Potter world, you're not only getting to experience magic you're getting to experience essentially a life that is not mundane in any way. It is, um, it is a adventurous world where death literally lurks around every corner because of whatever beasts are in there or just like creatures and stuff. And also people can just say a word and you die. (laughs) I feel like my anxiety would, is there a spell for anxiety? I would just think, I'm just going to go into the people world and, and live among them. Like, I was just going to say that. I can't believe there's, there's no like guidance counselors at Hogwarts for like people's like emotional well-being. Like, I feel like you would be really stressed out all the time. Yeah, where's the trauma counselor for Neville who like ends up covered in boils every fucking week? Because yeah. he's blowing shit up. And then Ron was vomiting slugs for like a half a day. Like, that's traumatic. It's like, no wonder people go over to the dark side. It's like, yeah, well, you burn off your eyebrows a few too many times, and then suddenly you wish all your teachers were dead. It's the equivalent of a school shooting every day. Or... Too dark. <laughs> <laughs> or, but you know what? you know what else is very comforting that you get to realize and that you don't think about in the about with the wizarding world is that the afterlife 100% exists you know that there's something beyond death oh yeah you become a ghost you you can become oh, a yeah. ghost yeah but can, what else but yeah you can also move on there are so, there are other options but there's so much there's so many answers and reliefs that we have and that questions that we have in our lives of is there an afterlife? And in the Harry Potter world, 100% yes, you know that there is. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about it. It's not even oh, a thing so that you have to think have about. They don't have any fear of death, so they don't need a guide. No one has anxiety. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, there is because you, you, it's don't, a change. you don't know what it is, but you know that it's not the end. Yeah. Just encountering ghosts, you can draw that much of a conclusion. That conclusion. It's like, oh, this guy got his head cut off and he's still fucking floating around. And yeah. I had the option of staying and going, and I decided to stay. What up? I'm a ghost. Do you think it's an option? Do you think that there's a reason they stay? Because they, it was told that it was an option. Well, I guess I forgot that. Oh, I guess we'll get there. Because we were talking about this in the most recent episode because we just passed um, a chapter. We're in Chamber of Secrets, and Mm -hmm. they just did uh, Sir Nicholas's 500th death day. And just Uh. talking about like, that sweet relief of like, finally, death has come after several chops to my head. And then you open your eyes and you're just still there as a ghost is like, wait, what? So that's interesting. I guess we'll get to that. I just, I still don't understand what function that chapter served, but whatever, I'll figure it out. I mean, without that chapter, we don't get the writing on the wall and you met several people. And I feel like if there's one thing you should have picked up by now, I guess maybe not. We're still pretty early into the franchise, but like you never know what characters are going to become bigger players. Yeah. Do you have a favorite book, Alan? Uh, Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. I wish I could. Hmm? That's five. 
five. Oh, really quick, what I was going to say. I found this, I guess it's, I guess it's a meme. How old am I? But it's a screenshot of a Reddit uh, post, and um, someone came up with different names for all of the books based on the fact that they changed Philosopher's Stone to Sorcerer's Stone for Americans because we're um, too dumb, which I felt too, but apparently it was just about a test group thing. I stand by the fact that it didn't test well because we're too dumb to understand the Philosopher's Stone. No, I think it's because Philosopher's Stone might be a little bit more ingrained within, like, uh, like a little legend within that, that within culture because it is a yeah. European thing. But if you're talking to a kid going, would you like to read a sorcery book or would you like to read a philosophy book? Like, they're going yeah, go, to be like, sorcery? Yeah. yeah. Give me the so sorcery. True. So in England, is it still called? Does the book still get released in England? Like, if I went on Amazon for the UK, is it philosopher? It's philosopher's uh, stone. Philosopher's stone. Uh, philosopher's stone and sorcerer's stone was the only two that they changed the titles of. Yeah, because otherwise once, they're all the same. Yeah, because once they were like, "This is a hit," um, they will change. I think dollars to pound, like pounds to dollars and stuff. Yeah, but it's like they don't. Yeah, because once people are hooked, like we could just call it. Harry Potter and the Dirty Asshole. People are gonna read it. It doesn't. I mean, matter. that is already a fan fiction. I know. Um, <laughs> Damn it, my pilot! I'm oh. surprised there hasn't. How has there not been a pilot or a show based off of Harry Potter? Even just surrounding like the Orders the or world. I'm sure that it's at least Harry Potter attempted. fans. Hmm. Or one just about Harry Potter fans. That would be interesting. I mean, would it? It could be interesting. Um, it, does, it does surprise me that I wonder how many have been written and have not gone anywhere versus, but you'd think someone would have thrown it at the wall just because it's such a big franchise. It's insane. Like even just being, oh, this muggles found out about the wizarding world. What kind of hijinks? It's There's just somebody at like some higher up exec was like, yeah, no, Sabrina the Teenage Witch was already done. And it's like, okay. I think it's probably, uh, honestly, it's JK going, nah, I want to play and I want movies. Yeah, she's like, I don't want this bullshit garbage television. I think it's only a matter of time before we see that, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, really quick, and then I feel like we can wrap up. I just want to read these to you guys. Uh, it was other names for all of the books. Um, so we have... Sorcerer's Stone is Philosopher's Stone. And then Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets would be Harry Potter and the Whisper Snake Place. Um, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Harry Potter and That Mean Jailman. Um, this one's my favorite for Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter and the Hot Cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then your favorite, Order of Phoenix, uh, Harry Potter and the Bird Club. And Half-Blood Prince, uh, Harry Potter and the Guy with Only Some Blood. And then Harry Potter and Death. Uh, which just, just a little fun thing. I'm now, I've been in quarantine long enough, but I'm just sharing memes. That's where my comedic mind has melted to is that I'm like, no, I'm not funny, but look at this, this thing I found on the internet. Isn't this great? So you're Facebook now. Yeah. 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 You're, you're a mom. Uh, that explains all the weight gain. Uh, Alan, I how's your quarantine been going? Side note. I learned how to fold a fitted sheet. <gasps> That's I magic. A, I fixed a dryer. Um, I wrote two shorts. I, this pilot that me and my friends made, we just finished it. 
Yeah. Uh, all your gray hair is grown out. All my gray hair is grown out. You should see my pubes. It looks great um, on your that. I don't know about his pubes, but I'll on your head. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. I haven't had sex in two months, but other than that. I think that's probably relatable to a lot of people in quarantine. Hang yeah, in there. But it's the longest I've gone in a long time. Well, Alan, quarantine will be over soon and you can throw your dick into a vagina. Thank you. Or a mouth. And that'd be fine too. You'll find uh, it. But um, maybe, who knows? You know, the sky's the limit. Knows. I also haven't drank in like over two months either. Wow, that's maybe great. that's that's a correlation. Maybe you need to get drunk and then the vagina will just show up. You know what wow. we do when all of this is over um, is karaoke. Alan is really <gasps> good at karaoke and so is Jessica Michelle. What? Oh, oh yeah. We have yeah, to. We are for sure doing karaoke. Amazing. Um, all right, well... Before we turn it over and wrap up the episode and just go to questions, where can people find you? Where all the, when we put this out in the, in the big open space? Wherever a child whispers, I'll be there. That is, Wherever, sounds like a felony. I know it sounded, that sounded bad. Uh, I was trying to like be whimsical. Um, wherever there's somebody in danger, I'll be there. Also sounds like a threat. Like you're you, maybe a criminal. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, um, you can find me. Uh, please edit that out. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Uh, <laughs> find me at, at Alan Starzynski on all platforms, especially platforms nine and three quarters. Whoa. What? Yes. Oh my God. Baby. Perfect. Crushing it. Platform nine and three quarters is like a clit. It's really hard to find. Okay. And if you usually, know where to look, it's actually there. It's pretty. And usually it's just, ugh, I'm just running into it scared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just right through it. Harry Potter pussy jokes. <laughs> Hooray. What a perfect close this episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thanks to everyone for joining us. We are going to go uh, into the episode and do a quick Q&A with our patrons. And uh, we will we'll see you guys out there among the books. Um, all right, hang on. I'm going to uh, unmute. And then what we'll do, guys, is if anyone has any questions, literally no pressure, questions, thoughts, statements, um, either speak up or feel free to use the reaction for a thumbs up or a clap so that we can call on you. I know there's not that many of us. And people may not have questions, but there's an opportunity if you would like. Hey, everybody. Hi, Andre. My internet sucks. Uh, sucks. Yeah, you've been bouncing in and out. Bet mine sucks more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ongoing. John's internet is like an ongoing bit. Yeah, it's either my internet or it's the computer. So we'll see when I get another one. Finally. Um. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um. If there's no questions, do you have a question, Greg? Yeah. Uh. So I this do. is kind of. John, uh, Craig first, and then we'll go to John. Okay, go, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Greg. <laughs> the delay. Anyway, uh, I guess my question is, it's hard to get, it's hard to ask a question since I don't want to spoil anything, so my, it's kind of a general question. Oh, God. As my camera falls. Awesome. Anyway, uh, so, I was, so I know, obviously, you've seen all the movies, I'm assuming? Yes, me? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what is your, without like getting too specific, so I don't, I don't want to spoil anything from I can, Nicole. I'll, I'll mute this and you guys can talk freely and then just well, wait for anyone to come back. Look, yeah. Look, look, if you want to hear the question first, it's up to you. Um, but the question is like, so they've watched the, Jessica and Nicole have seen the first movie together mm-hmm. and they're fairly negative on it. So what are your general feelings on the movies? Like, whether, like, as do they work as adaptions or at least standalone movies? Just kind of your general feel on the movies. Are you overall negative or positive or kind Such of a in the middle? Question. I'm overall positive on them. I think whatever mm-hmm. introduced, because I didn't start reading until, like, for enjoyment, until the Harry Potter books. But you saw they- the movie first. I saw the movie first and I was like, hmm. oh my God, this whole thing. And then reading it, I- I just wanted more of it and consuming more of it. And I think that they do a pretty good job. I think if, I think if you had somebody now doing it who grew mm-hmm. up with the books directing these movies, you'd have a better product. Hmm. Um, I think that there's th- – but there's also some castings that are fucking perfect, and I don't know how you'd ever replicate that. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, honest. I'll mute. Yeah. Um, Nicole's now muted. Is there anyone, um, who, who are your favorite castings? Seri- uh, just Sirius Remus, the first mm-hmm. Dumbledore. Snape, yeah. of course, is, Snape and McGonagall are fucking perfect. Oh, uh, yeah, no, there's, there's I, no one better for Snape than. I can't, uh. I, like, even, even the three of them, like, Harry, Hermione, and Ron are and the we like the Weasley twist. It's easier to say who do I think was poorly cast. Poorly that's cast. Really, that's actually what I hmm. want to know is who do you think they could have done better? And do you have someone that you in mind that if you were casting it right now, you know time constraints, but you could plug into that part uh, that I could do uh, or no? Oh. No, I mean yeah, uh, for sure, Gilderoy, go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they really miscast well i mean what everybody feels that that they miscast dumbledore the second time around and at least the directors didn't give a fucking shit about uh what it meant to be dumbledore and who dumbledore was to their core yeah you're like it was maybe more of like just a visual like "Ah, this guy's good enough yeah and I know that they had offered it to Ian McKellen, but his response was, I've been too many action figures already. And I'm like, <laughs> that means you, you have to get him. He would be perfect. Um, um, he would have been, I mean, he's already Gandalf and Magneto, but I think that he has that kind of, he's so welcoming and warm, and that's what Dumbledore was. He was just yeah. wise. Um, yeah. That's that's the main thing that comes to mind. Everybody else is it's it's so well casted. Yeah, no, it is, and like how lucky because I mean they start with these fucking you know kids and they grow up in the role and it, like what a gift. Um, as an actor, if like you keeping it relatively realistic to what you think is within your range, if they were casting one of these movies right now what would be your like dream? Like you're like, please get me an audition for that part. I would love to read for it. Like dream casting. Oh, a serious. That's great. I love that. I think I, because if they were doing it now, the facial hair ages, ages 
you enough and me enough you enough yeah no you enough um and that's <laughs> my hair out of this <laughs> i took most of that or i think i could do gilderoy well but uh yeah, yeah. oh that's so or interesting. barty crouch jr would be very fun to play oh mm. fuck god there's so many yeah go ahead eric Kind of waving a cold do you think? Uh, uh, do you think uh, Lockhart was casted well? I, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I looked up who plays the role because I, because like, you know, I, I saw the movie, I, I saw the movie once, but like a really long time ago, and I thought, yeah, he, 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 he probably pulls it off. Oh, I mean, uh, uh, we're talking about Kenneth Branagh, the. Oh, you oh, you the way you spoiled it for. Uh, you good, yeah. Yeah. We're talking about Gildor Lockhart and who plays him, and if it was a good uh, casting. Um, and yeah. Kenneth Branagh is like one of the best Shakespearean actors, <laughs> or like, he's like the premier Shakespearean. Uh, him like Mark Rylance, who. Mark Rylance would be an amazing Dumbledore, probably. Um, oh wow. Um, yeah. It's also. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 you go. No, I was just saying, it's interesting to, uh, to bring like that, the skill of being a Shakespearean actor to the Lockhart role specifically is almost like. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I fit, you know, I finished the book and you know, and I looked, you know, I looked it up and I was like, uh-huh, he could probably, he, he could probably pulls off, so. I read somewhere, I have no idea if this is true. I read that they offered it to Hugh Grant. Oh my God! Oh, I see. I love Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's one of my favorite actors, um, and he would have been. In, would have been interesting. No, I think he would have been like great amazing. at it. Amazing. Uh, Even better than Kenneth Branagh, and I love Kenneth Branagh. Um, but holy shit, that's ooh, that's great. I also wonder what goes through like. Not goes through someone's head. I just, it's hard to even imagine being in the shoes of someone who's so established that they could be offered this huge franchise role and go, mm, no. I just, it doesn't, it's too much. Because you're locked in, like you're locked in. Yeah, you're going to make a lot of money, but also there's like a lack of freedom that you kind of. That's true. And with the bigger characters, you're almost risking maybe not being able to be cast very easily at all again once it ends because it's like i mean what happened to jason alexander he'll always be george costanza always but like and disney (laughs) yeah i i also think about how uh they're like chris evans was really worried about that because he's captain america but he's not captain america anymore but the first thing like that's that's a problem that you have to think about what am I going to make after I make this thing? Um, there's also the dude from the Can You Hear Me Now guy who is an actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, or Steve from Blue's Clues. It's like, Flo. yeah, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, Flo from Progressive. It's like you're locked in. Yeah, but they're making so much money and they're like, oh, I can, I can do the thing that I want to do, which well, is exactly. It's like, comedy. Yeah, at that point, you can make your own thing because you're just, you can fucking fund it. Yeah. It is just so interesting to like have that that freedom to go like I'm gonna say no to this or Well they're also in Harry Potter, the guy who played Dumbledore initially 
wasn't going to do it. But then his grandkid, one of his grandkids said, if you don't do this, I'll never speak to you again. And he was like, all right, I'm doing this. That's so funny. <laughs> the, the idea of this older man who's like, I don't know. They want me to play some old wizard. And the kid's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to be Dumbledore? <laughs> well, Sean, uh, I, yeah. Sean Connery yeah, I, turned down Morpheus in the Matrix. And he turned down Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. No. Yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah Sean Connery. Oh, sure, yeah. And then he was like, because his logic was, well, I got these scripts and I didn't understand it. So I turned it down. And then I learned my, and then the, the next thing he was offered after these big misses was, oh, no. a short, was this movie called League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which was not great. And his logic was, well, I, <laughs> well, I all also didn't understand this and because I didn't understand those other things and it, they were huge opportunities I blew I'll do it <laughs> uh, what a nightmare <laughs> and it made him go back into retirement <laughs> oh life finds a way of working itself out I suppose yeah um that was a great great answer anyone else questions give a thumbs up or a wave or a I do or jump in all right John go ahead We'll wrap up after um, the whole the whole idea of uh, personal gains with magic. Other other storylines and, and franchises, you know, if you use magic for personal gains, there's always a side effect. You know, do you think that that's why you don't see people doing that in this realm? They just don't talk about it. Oh, that like there's always like consequences. I mean, that's that's with anything in life. But you know that there are people who get but like. Look at Lucius, I mean, I guess Lucius Malfoy, things did come back to bite him in the ass, but that's just like most people who do shitty stuff. There's also probably like, they get caught and then they get arrested and they get themselves out of it. But all in all, the Malfoys kind of escaped with being the, they end up still being the richest people in all of the wizarding world. Their family is intact. Nobody died. Well, from yeah, they're basically the Wait, Trump family. Like a spoiler right now. Um, <laughs> I don't think we have to go too deep into it. Whoops. No, yeah. and it wasn't no, me this time. It uh, <laughs> well because they talk about in the either first or second book that they had been on the dark side of things, and then yeah. when Voldemort went away, they're like, "We were doing it against our will. We're good. Let us back to normal wizard side." It's fine. Yeah. People are like, well, I guess it, I guess it, it was beyond their control. <laughs> just come back and be really rich and live among us. They just had that benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But to I that mean, end, if, they, if Lucius was back in that store trying to sell all that poison and stuff, he doesn't really need the money then, does he? I mean, I don't think he's doing it for money. I think he's doing I it think to get rid of it. Yeah, he's doing it to get rid of but it. But he needs to go somewhere that he knows it, it's like a, a trusted system that they're not going to out him because they're constantly doing those, you know, dirty gotcha. endeavors. You know, that's, that was my take on that. Yeah. It, he was like, but also, I guess, didn't want to destroy it. Yeah, and also it's like maybe he wants to know that it, I mean, this seems like it's like a wizard pawn shop that maybe he's like, okay, it's going to be temporary. Once they do the raid, I'll come back and get whatever this is. Yeah. Um, Andre, you have a question, and this will be final question. Well, yeah, to add on to that, I mean, could you use magic to at least straighten your house out? Would I that mean, come back to bite you in the butt? <laughs> I think <laughs> they did. 
said the same thing about the cleaning. Yeah, because fucking Filch, what a dick move to make him a janitor. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do magic. I think think he was like a groundskeeper. He like maintained this shit. I don't know. But that is so funny. Yeah, you can't do magic that would make this job infinitely easier. But that just tells you that everybody else who has magic is like, yeah, we don't want to fucking do that bullshit. Yeah, even with magic, people don't want to clean. They're like, we couldn't get a magic person to take this job. That they're like, no, I'm not going to fucking mop with my wand. Like, well, that's why they have slaves. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's what the house elves are for. Yeah. yeah. I wonder where, that's interesting that they're like, let's get rid of that. Like, we're done enslaving house elves. We'll just get this squib and pay him and... <laughs> You have a place to be because he doesn't really. So everybody has like gold in a bank underground, and you could pay somebody. But who would you pay? Because everybody's a wizard. Yeah, well, that's where the squibs come in. It's like that's got to be the worst part about finding out your squib is that all your dreams have now been diluted to. I guess I'll just try to find the best place to be a janitor. Well, I mean, at that point, I'd be like, cool. I'm going to try to obtain as many magic items, like sort of Gryffindor and that kind of shit, as I can. Just to, equiv- just to equate to kind of having magic. Yeah, I think I would leave. I think I would be like, I'm just going to... What? I don't know. You, you know I that... The- go back into the real world, knowing that that magic world exists. You'd, you'd still want to be part of it. I mean, I uh, would realistically jump off the highest tower of Hogwarts, is what I would have done. I'm a very sad squid. <laughs> well... <laughs> There are enough it- like there are enough items that a bad squib. Hmm? Well, it's also with on the note of magic items. It are things like I wonder, like flu powder is like, can you travel with can you travel with flu powder as a non magical person? Right, yeah, because uh, the flu powder is magical itself, isn't it? Yeah, as a muggle. There are things that see. I wonder. I'd have to. I'd have to like look into it because there's some things that just help you focus your magic energy, like wands themselves aren't imp- are, have a magical sense to them, but they help you um, direct, your magic. And direct your magic. Same okay. as, same as uh, brooms. Yeah. They are an extension of what your magic is. So That's interesting. It's interesting to think someone who's better at flying a broom has stronger magic. Yeah, but I think items such as invisibility cloaks and shit like that are just magic on the... They're, imbibed with magic of their own, you know? Yeah. You guys think they have the equivalent of, like, Viagra for, like, weak magic people? <laughs> Can't get your magic up? You wand a little <laughs> floppy? Wait. No flexibility here. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note, um, thank you for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for being part of this. Um, we will see you. You got one more? Those books should be outside the door right now. Okay, I'll go check. Yeah, got finally. Yay, we have a wish list. And he sent us some uh, Harry Potter cookbooks from our wish list. Ooh. Maybe when quarantine's up, you can come make a Harry Potter dish with us, Alan. Ooh. Or some butterbeer. I think butterbeer tastes bad. (gasps) I think it tastes good, but like in a way that I'm like, if I drink more than two sips of this, I'm going to pass out. Like I... There's a comedian named Dean Del Rey who once told me a story about, to be funny, he chugged a whole thing of blueberry syrup at an IHOP and then he passed out. And it turned out it was like a diabetic shock. Yeah, that sounds like... 
diabetes. Every time I drink, uh, anytime that I have it, I go. That's a way to go. <laughs> I'd rather have a milkshake than have this, though. Yeah, it's a thing where it's like, um, I've had it when I went to Universal, and it's, I've just become such a, just, I, I don't know what, pussy's not the right word, but like, <laughs> sugar makes me crumble very easily. So it's always a thing where like, I, I've tried to have it, and it was the start of the day, and I'm like, okay, I would like to enjoy this butterbeer, but I'm going to just have to sleep on a bench in outside of Hagrid's hut all day and not see the rides. because You just have half of one. It. Yeah. It made me feel sick when I had it. So I was like, did you have hot or cold? Cold. Mm. I had the frozen. I'm so excited. Where you gotta go. Whatever it is that you guys are talking about. It's good. You're going to love it. On one of the books, there's like recipes for that stuff. In the, in yeah. We're excited to try it. We're going to start filming some of them too. Um, mm. All right. Well, we will obviously post about those books and get, get started on those. Thank you for sending mm. that. And thank you guys all for yeah, joining us. Yeah, if I send anything else, I'm not, I'm not going uh, uh, you know, to mention it ahead of time because then, then if, it's, if it's late or, 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 you know, or, or just going to show up, I don't, I don't, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> and then we'll be extra surprised, so it works out. Yeah. Um, thank you, though. That was really cool. I'm really excited. Uh, so excited. And I'm moving soon. Yay. Um, we'll be roommates. That's why I, uh, I mentioned it because I, I wasn't sure about the address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fixed it so yeah. we'd go to the right place. Um, yeah. All right. You guys are great. Everyone go fall on Alan. Fall on Alan. <laughs> fall, um, fall, fall on me. me. Yeah, yeah, fall on Alan. Um, and thanks for joining us, guys.